Hello and welcome everybody. Uh, this is Tech Talk Africa and this time we are doing it differently. We we are doing a dope conversation. Where we are hosting founders of specific startups in different criteria or different industries. And this time we have been Kiko. For the first time they're opening the floor and we're doing hot wings. We have a couple of chilies on the floor. For those who are listening on the space, uh, you might have <laughs> different graphical issues uh, per se. It will be difficult for you to, to indulge in this, but you'll have to wait for the, for the video to upload and you'll get to see it on YouTube. But anyway, my co-host is, I guess I won't say the name, let him introduce himself. What's up, my guy? Nkofiti, <coughs> Nkofiti. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Frank, uh, Franje. And uh, yeah, I'm in tech in general and uh, crypto specifically. The rest, I guess, to catch up a conversation done. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure. And crypto is a, is a new space per se that is supposed to be booming currently. But it's facing, a, it's facing some kind of challenges, which these people are calling a dip. And as we know, a dip is something that is inside. And we'll get to know more about how the challenges are facing Frank. And what his startup is all about is the startup facing the challenges or it's coming the issues or... We don't know. But as he has said, he's Frank, and I'd love to go deeper. I'd love to go deeper personally. Who is Frank? Mm-hmm. And just tell us who you are behind tech. Who Frank is? Are you married? Are you single? <laughs> just tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. I got John. Hi. So, um, Frank. Frank is an entrepreneur since birth, um, and my journey in this space has mainly been through the curiosity driven too. Like I just, I just like figuring things out. I just like playing around with stuff, and yeah, it's fun to me. It's, it's like there's nothing you can take advantage of in this life than curiosity. So to me. Uh, Frank is a very curious person. Frank is someone who always wants to figure out things, fix things. And, um, well, along those lines, uh, I've found my good home in crypto, uh, or maybe not in crypto, uh, first in blockchain and then crypto uh, as a segment of blockchain. <laughs> and so, uh, the specific journey started uh, in 2017, 2018, but uh, before that, well, I've always been me and um, I've always tried to just do stuff that make life fun. So before before we go, we go jump into blockchain, a lot of people don't know blockchain. Try simplify it because majority of the audience per se, mm-hmm. which are going to view this, they're not tech oriented. Tell us, in in a nutshell, what blockchain is and what cryptocurrency is. So blockchain, I guess, um, before you even define 
cryptocurrencies of course uh, they are all built on blockchain technology mm-hmm. and so uh, in a nutshell or uh, to the layman uh, blockchain is just a simple uh, trust enabled internet and by trust enabled it means that uh, Right now, whoever uh, you trust with your data, you expect them to like uh, respect your data and use it for maybe the right intentions. Or if you've signed up on Twitter, well, of course, you're only providing your your email to be authenticated and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then again, they use this uh, all this data to like make other money outside what they present to you as a user, right? Mm-hmm. So blockchain is trust enabled internet uh, in a way that um, you can trust whatever is happening in that system, mm-hmm. how you are seeing it as a user, mm-hmm. and you are guaranteed uh, in the back end it works just the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you say a trust enabled system, mm-hmm. who per se trusts the system? The users of the of blockchain or just a random person or those who, the, the ones who created blockchain because well uh mainly the user because mm-hmm. blockchain are built to serve a purpose mm-hmm. so the trust in the is on the user side mm-hmm. but you are guaranteed uh there is no one in the in the back end so it's, it's in short they call it um an open uh or a distributed distributed ledger technology. Okay. So this distribution mm-hmm. comes in a way that there is no one in between you mm-hmm. and and the data or you and the other person. So it's accessible in the same way and form mm-hmm. to every user. You see? Uh-huh. Okay. So as you have said, the data is open mm-hmm. to the user. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned something, cryptocurrency, and the last the last word, currency, okay. is about is about money. Money, yeah. And money on a place where no one can control it. Mm-hmm. How how is it about? So now the thing is, uh, well, well, blockchain can impact a lot of a lot of fields and. Uh, processes mm-hmm. money is one of them uh-huh. you see uh-huh. uh, for example when we say distributed ledger technology we have these experiences with people buying land it's fake land you are given a, a fake uh, a fake what do you call it title deed right yeah, yeah, yeah so you want as a normal user you'd want to trust that the uh, the title deed you have mm-hmm. is original mm-hmm. and not counterfeited. Yeah, right? yeah. That's one side. Mm-hmm. So this side of money happens in that uh, we all well we've all used money. We go to school to study how to make money, mm-hmm. but we are never taught how the actual money is made. Yeah, you see. Mm-hmm. So if with blockchain, every user has the same information. Mm-hmm you realize that in this current economic model, we mm-hmm. actually don't have information about how money is produced. We only have information about how to spend your money, how mm-hmm. to save your money, mm-hmm. but not actually this how money is made. So when you say currency in in, uh, in blockchain, mm-hmm. and specifically cryptocurrencies, uh-huh. so these are currencies uh, not controlled uh, nor issued by anyone. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, not issued by anyone mm-hmm. uh, also means that they are accessible to anyone. Uh-huh. So unlike this other system where you have your money, then there's the bank and then there's the central bank. Mm-hmm. This other situation, the bank and the central bank are not there. Mm-hmm. So it's money for the users who trust that this is money. Okay. So if I have trust on my end and you have trust on your end, uh-huh. I can pay you with this money without uh-huh. worrying, without telling me I need government issued or government regulated money. Okay. You have mentioned the government. Let's mm-hmm. let's at least take a notch higher. <laughs> pick pick a chili that you want and let's spice up the chicken as we spice up the conversation. Because when it comes to the government it becomes uh, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which one do you want? Which chili? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> we have we have real Thai, we have mango, we have a couple of specific chilies. Can you choose? And let's give let's the, the audience the zesta one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's our sour. I wow. take your you take your chicken and you spice wow, it wow. how you want. <laughs> ah, yeah. ah. Yeah, it's getting real. It's, it's getting, getting real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's getting uh, interesting. It's getting uh, interesting. Why? Why? Yeah, you can. Why and then I to my children? Oh, yeah. Okay, this is interesting. Okay. Now we have the first, the first chicken, and the first question. And the first question about the government. The government. Uh, majority of the times, your tweets are against, per se, money that is controlled. <laughs> money uh-huh. that is under a system. And cryptocurrency defies all the laws of the government. And your company is formed in a regime where uh-huh. it's still centralized. That's why uh-huh. So, how are you coordinating with the government, with Benkiko, or are you doing it in a manner that Benkiko is under the system? It's mm-hmm. not known to the government. You're still using the streets. Mm-hmm. And on, what if the government confronts you? What will you do? <laughs> well, uh, <coughs> the government is the government. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, we're having tasty wings. We're having mm. tasty wings, and it's a conversation with Benkiko. And we're talking cryptocurrency, we're talking economic systems, we're talking mm. a lot of things. And so, the government, uh-huh. um, first of all, um, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> So first of all, um, this is something I've always wanted to do since I was young. Mm-hmm. Of course, we'll get into that. <laughs> and um, we want to do legit business. Mm-hmm. I want to do legit business. Mm-hmm. But uh, another good thing or another factual thing mm-hmm. is that uh, they say you can never, you never disrespect the goose that feeds you or something like that. Yeah. And that goose uh, is definitely the government. Uh-huh. And that's why they are regulators. Uh-huh. But at the same time, the whole basics of cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. uh, 
is money outside the control of anyone. anyone. Actually, not even governments uh-huh. and all that. It's money out of the control of anyone. Uh-huh. Okay? So it's not specifically about or against governments. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, I believe it's a very innovative idea. Mm-hmm. It's an idea that connects us globally mm-hmm. or enables us to easily connect to the global economy. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there should be any any hindrance or anything that we cannot explain. That said, um, we are indeed registered in Kenya. Okay. Um, and though um, the regulatory environment one, you cannot say it's friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, it's not friendly because laws are not there. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. And so so the best way to do this uh, is to look that it leans more on the uh, banking and payment side. So since you cannot be regulated per se, mm-hmm. at least you can align with some requirements, some policies, some some needs in case they pounce on your door. Like when I explain you say me, by the way, nimetiki nine. Okay, when uh, let's roll back. Mm-hmm. You have said you're registered in Kenya. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people when they're saying mm-hmm. they are registering a cryptocurrency company. You don't register it as a cryptocurrency company. Mm-hmm. What do you register your company as? Do you register it as a bank, as a finance system, as a loan or a no. circle what? Actually, this is a misconception people get. Uh-huh. You see, when I'm operating with a crypto wallet, uh-huh. that that crypto wallet is just a. So, um, Can you a, define define to our users what's a crypto wallet? Because so a wallet you, is, you've jumped so deep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So a crypto wallet is where you hold. You manage your portfolio, you hold your cryptocurrencies, you can buy and sell, you can trade, and all sort of things. When you when you say portfolios, uh, um, personally, mm-hmm. career-wise, I'm a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. My portfolio is a little bit different. Okay. My portfolio is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And it's much more of colors and papers. What is a cryptocurrency portfolio? So a portfolio is just uh, probably a combination of all the assets you hold. You have some Bitcoin, some Ethereum, some uh-huh. Litecoin. That's, all of that is your portfolio. You've mentioned Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And we had some issues. I think it's it's still ongoing, mm-hmm. per se. And it's called a dip, as you people say it. And... You've mentioned a couple of other, let me say, monies for now. Mm-hmm. And those monies, we currently we understand we have notes, we have shillings. Is it the same kind in the cryptocurrency world? Uh, that's where the wallet comes in uh-huh. and the conversation about wallets. Because okay. uh, the normal money, the normal government money, mm-hmm. uh, for long has been in paper form and, and coins. Uh-huh. Then we got innovative idea. Oh, banking came mm-hmm. where now your money was just a digital number on on a bank account. Yeah. Then M-Pesa came and it changed the game, mm-hmm. but you still had digital accounts. accounts. So for a crypto wallet, uh, for a crypto wallet, uh-huh. and that this is where now the explanation about government comes in, mm-hmm. is that unlike M-Pesa, where uh, yeah, Safaricom is responsible, like 
you see in cryptos there's no one in between yeah. not the government not a fintech not so for safaricom your data is like safaricom has to answer why something is missing okay so for crypto wallets what they do mm-hmm. is that they run on the blockchain system <laughs> so whatever you are seeing on your wallet mm-hmm. is actually like just the wallet reflecting what's on the bitcoin or on the on the blockchain, on the blockchain. so the wallet is just a tech solution okay it's nothing past that it's just some lines of code mm-hmm. that help you to interact with the actual blockchain okay now you've mentioned some few things mm-hmm. and they are a, a little bit technical mm-hmm. and things that are much more technical when it comes to financial inclusion mm-hmm. you have to solve a problem solve that, yeah and what is the financial inclusion or the gap that mm-hmm. cryptocurrency is solving in in that financial inclusivity in the current world okay again you realize that everything circles back to uh, just banking and 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 all that mm-hmm. So for you to register for a bank right now you need uh national ID some uh-huh. details you see uh-huh. like you have to submit KYC details yeah uh not many in the rural areas even care about that mm-hmm. or even you see and that's why Mpesa was so impactful because you only needed your phone number mm-hmm. Well, until they needed you to register a phone number against your ID. So for in the crypto world, uh-huh. you don't need any of that. You mm-hmm. just download a wallet. Mm-hmm. You uh, get a few credentials, uh-huh. and you're ready to go. Now the financial gap here is that uh-huh. one, it gets very easy to sign up mm-hmm. uh, without uh, much information being asked. Uh-huh. Once you signed up, you instantly connect to the global economy. Mm-hmm. You can send money to Asia, Europe, America in an instant mm-hmm. at very low fees. Mm-hmm. Realize that we have so many relatives and all that that are abroad that regularly send money back home. Mm-hmm. But it get, it's such a huge hassle mm-hmm. to get that money home because you have exchange, exchange rates to account for. Mm-hmm. Uh, exorbitant fees mm-hmm. you see but with crypto you connect instantly globally mm-hmm. that's number one mm-hmm. number two is that you're not paying extreme fees on average a bitcoin transaction of whatever value mm-hmm. you can even be moving a million and you still send you'll still use like roughly 74 bob 100 bob mm-hmm. i'm sure even the highest transaction limit of mpesa takes more than that mm. yeah okay so you've mentioned a couple of other fintechs mm-hmm. mpesa and others uh, without without mentioning yeah i'd love you to take Another Another chicken. <laughs> and this time I'm going to choose a sauce for you. Oh oh. Pase. And this one. Yeah, yeah. E night wide. Virginia green garden hot sauce. It's not yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it's <laughs> I don't think it's that hot, but anyway, let's take ah, another. Take another. Yeah. Uh-oh. Wow. And for our wow. audience, we are with Franje or Frank of Benkiko Finance. A cryptocurrency company and we're just talking finance we're talking the ecosystem we're talking tech mm-hmm. basically and so Frank you've 
you've not mentioned wow. some companies by names uh-huh. and a few news a few news has been happening around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, paypal has joined the space has joined the space uh-huh. in cryptocurrency uh-huh. and they've had a tendency of holding people's finance yeah. and you're saying blockchain is a trustless system and paypal has come to this place and there's there won't be so much delays how will you face such a giant uh-huh. who has had quite quite a rapport forget the withholding of mm-hmm. caches mm-hmm. has had quite a good rapport in transferring of caches and they've partnered also with mpesa which is a good financial system in kenya how are you going to face to face them are you going to fight them that now that they have joined the mm-hmm. the bandwagon or what are you going to do well i think them coming on board like sort of brings credibility to the whole thing uh-huh. so it's an advantage to everyone in the space okay uh, first we are not worried about competition uh-huh. that's number one uh-huh. uh, number two is that um, I just want to do amazing stuff okay, okay? And right now we are actually we are turning uh, into more than just uh, a fintech app. Uh-huh. We are a suite of solutions that uh, that basically handle. What, how would we how would we put? It? No, we'll go forward to analyze the app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in short, about PayPal, um, it's credibility to the space. Uh-huh. Number one. Uh, number two is that if well if they're integrated well apart from ISO issues the holding customers money for months mm-hmm. uh, frustration with fees uh, the rest of the things is good mm-hmm. but also the world is drifting from uh, from those sort of payment solutions they are expensive uh, we are dealing with a total new generation this was made for the other generation you uh-huh. see they might be a giant and all uh, and one thing I, i always like to say mm-hmm. every crypto native uh, startup mm-hmm. has the potential like has 100% chance of making it but every previous generation startup that tries to pivot yeah, to crypto yeah. uh-huh. it's quite a challenge it's quite a challenge and yeah uh, you it's Joe Mikey yeah, yeah you What? should you should buy it. i don't think it's that hot in <laughs> i don't think it's that hot <laughs> yeah anyway uh, we are going we're go, we going we're going in deeper and deeper and deeper and you've mentioned about you've just hinted something before we go even further these crypto native startups mm-hmm. <laughs> they 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 are based on the they're based on majority of web 2 policies yeah, that is yeah. that is buying that is selling that is trading that is loans per se and all this and all this mm-hmm. what is different with web 3 what is really different remove remove the trustless system remove all that because there's someone currently who says mm-hmm. i trust the bank, the bank i trust yeah, yeah. circles mm-hmm. uh, everything is still stuck in web 2 mm-hmm. what is different in web, web 3 that is bubbling everyone 
Well, apart from accessibility, okay. the, the way you can create an account in instantly, mm-hmm. send money globally. You can drink water, you can drink water. So apart, apart from that accessibility, uh-huh. um, crypto basically crypto is crypto mm-hmm. basically brings together the whole financial system and financial instruments yeah. into one okay. and that's why you have platform um, without getting too technical mm-hmm. uh, that's why you get platforms where people can yield farm can mm-hmm. other funny funny names mm-hmm. uh, Companies can issue digital shares as digital assets mm-hmm. uh, and other important solutions, right? Mm-hmm. So in short, if it's accessible to everyone, mm-hmm. it means that this everyone can now get access. And that, that's the financial inclusion bit, that everyone now can access any financial instrument they want. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yield farming is the compounding. Yeah. Now, we've had a couple of crashes recently. I don't know, it's called Luna or what? Yeah, Luna. It's a, it's a cryptocurrency company. And let's say someone was stocking cash there, was yielding or mm-hmm. compounding. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to withdrawing their investment, it's, it's all gone. <laughs> you see, now... For me to trust such a system, mm-hmm. it's very hard. Yeah. For me, let's say I want to onboard, mm-hmm. and this week something crashes, and what what happens? Because what happens when you are you are being kiko happens to do something like that? It crashes. Mm-hmm. I have my investment there, and all this and all these people are bundled up over yeah. there, and then it just goes. What will happen? What will happen? Uh, as in, is the money refunded? Basically, it's 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 a it's a risky zone. It's a risky is, zone. is the money refunded? Um, I like giving this example. Okay. It's like when you see, we have this habit of the government is building a road here, so you're rushed to buy lands. Okay. But you also know the government can change its plan in same way. We won't prioritize that road. So you're uh, saying Benkiko can change their plan? No, I'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not saying it can change its plan. Uh-huh. Uh, what I'm saying is, if you had already bought land in some... Well, you know it's an investment, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's your land and you can see it physically. Mm-hmm. But then the value drops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you have the opportunity to hold on to your land until a later date, uh-huh. or you can sell. But your land still remains your land. And that's why in crypto they say, whether it goes up or it goes down, one bitcoin is still one bitcoin, because the value might change. Mm-hmm. But one bitcoin is still one bitcoin. So what that does, uh, to the crypto community in short, it means that don't sell at a loss mm-hmm. if you can wait. But what if you wait and then it, it, the it has just back. happened? Because no, that's also the value you, because that's the also value you cryptocurrency heads are crying. And yeah. I don't understand <laughs> why you are crying. <laughs> I don't understand why you are crying. And it's a field where you knew <laughs> the risks and everything. Mm. <laughs> 
But um, now that the value bit where? Well, you're saying your money has dropped, but if I wanna rack an eye, like most most guys are never bothered. Okay. Unless now you came in for the hype. Okay. And that's why we insist on doing good research. Unless you came in for the hype, now you may crash and now. Well, there are those that will crash and go. And I will But there are those like Bitcoin, those legit, legit projects. Mm-hmm. To crash, if you're patient with your money, if you have some other money somewhere, mm-hmm. you just let that be. Because the rule is one Bitcoin is always one Bitcoin. So, okay. But there's no refund. Akuna. You see with banks, uh-huh. a bank does what we call, they give insurance depository to the central depository agency or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because the government is there to say you need to give insurance to those guys. Mm-hmm. But in crypto, since I own a government, mm-hmm. You are working with real value in real time. Okay. Mm. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting too much technical. <laughs> I want you to to simplify. We've been talking about Benkiko. People are just hearing Benkiko, Benkiko, Benkiko. The first few sessions have been about the other systems. Life, yeah. Yeah. So what is what is Benkiko in simple terms for people and they call it jurisdictions. In how many jurisdictions are, are you in as Benkiko? And have you been permitted to operate in just in those jurisdictions? Okay, so in simple terms, uh, uh, Benkiko is a micropayments network. Okay. And by micropayments, we mean that you can send 500 bob, 1,000 bob, 10,000 bob mm-hmm. across the globe okay. at very minimal fees. Mm-hmm. So micropayments have been uh, very difficult mm-hmm. because even globally, when you're using tools like PayPal, you still pay, I guess, the same fees mm-hmm. for even smaller amounts. So micropayments basically um, so without a strain. So we are micropayments network, and we mainly focus uh, on the digital economy. Mm-hmm. And by this, uh, we mean that uh, there's a there's a crop of or there's a new generation coming in mm-hmm. that will be purely working online, okay. right? For mm-hmm. part-time gigs. Uh, you are creating solutions, uh, like you are a content creator, you are doing part-time gigs as a freelancer, you, you've you turned your, your Twitter, Instagram into an online shop, you see? So, so you are not So you're like, coming for the gig economy and the to disrupt economy. The, creator, the creator economy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like you enhance that uh-huh. with faster, smoother payments. Okay. So if I'm a gra- if you're a graphic designer, so you only need to send a file to China if you have a client. Yes. But how will the client pay you because you've done amazing work? So you see, uh-huh. probably that that unit of graphic design is probably uh, fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. You see, but how will the client actually pay you fifty dollars from China? 
So we want this coming, this new generation mm-hmm. to actually make money comfortably online without the payment hassle. So how, how do you disrupt, personally, someone like I, who's been using direct line via the bank, yeah, the bank. or sometimes my PayPal doesn't have conflict or Pioneer. How will you make me? Because I'm still skeptical over the last week happenings. <laughs> make me jump on board at Benkiko. Assume you're in a pitch meeting. What what is the 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 key point of Benkiko? You are you are low transaction rate or I don't know it what. Um mainly is the uh, uh, seamless and frictionless payments. Okay. Right? And uh, now the key selling point is the area of focus. So ideally we just want more kids like us and more people doing amazing stuff to like make, make comfortable money online. So you realize that all these others, they require you to either go to some physical place to uh, do some bank operations, some account operations. Uh, then you have on top of that, you have the exchange rates and the high fees. So you bundle that into a specific segment uh, of the economy where people essentially just live online. You order online, you watch online, mm-hmm. you work online. So your payments should be also online. Mm, okay. Yeah. As we add another chicken. <laughs> and another hot sauce. Uh, I don't think this one is so hot. It's called mango ketchup anyway. But, anyway, it might but be. the second one, where? The second one <laughs> yeah, we still have like three more sauces to go. Wow, wow, wow. And so, pick a chicken, we had some sauce, and then mm-hmm. you sent to me a certain link. Mm-hmm. You have a client, I don't know it's a client or, or what. Mm-hmm. They are in, is it Mali? They are in Mali. Yeah, they are in Mali. And their system of finance is powered by Benkiko. Can you tell us about that? So, So, um, the guys in Mali. So I guess the bit I haven't said is that, well, Mm, this one smells nice. This one in Kama it and Sumbua Yeah, it looks good. I don't know, know why I put it but So the guys in Mali uh-huh. oh this is the point I haven't maybe um when you say we want more people to get paid yes. online. Uh, well they can get paid through Benkiko when you share your username and you're like, okay, send the money to this username. Uh-huh. You can get paid like that direct. Mm-hmm. But we are also looking uh, at a situation where we have now actual developers deploying niche solutions. Uh-huh. So you can create a solution to tip content creators and help them to manage tips. Mm-hmm. You can create uh, an online storefront for online shops. Mm-hmm. You can do on-demand services mm-hmm. or any solution that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the advantage is that 
you can build for your local market but as long as your app delivers utility so when you're saying when you're saying building mm-hmm. and passive we have developers listen yeah and do you have what they call the API do you have or they have to come on mm-hmm. Benkiko mm-hmm. as a super I don't know what super 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 app su- yeah super <laughs> app or what yes what so that, what yeah that's, that's generally the concept so they're going to onboard so, yeah rather than you having an API to power a system yeah there is an API publicly consumable okay. or publicly to use uh-huh. that you can deploy an app mm-hmm. and then that app has the advantage of gaining users anywhere in the world okay. as long as it delivers real utility uh-huh. can gain real users another thing is that if benkiko has uh, 100 billion users mm-hmm. if your app deploys it has the potential to hit as long as then it delivers value to the users mm-hmm. you have the potential to hit uh, 100 million users okay so go. you're mentioning good numbers as of now since you started benkiko mm-hmm. how many users are on board and what amount of transactions like label the numbers we get mm-hmm. to see per se you won't be mugged but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but what what are the transactions what are the numbers of benkiko so that we know the growth curve of benkiko yes <laughs> that one is sweet that one is a sweet conversation So, um, what are the numbers? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess we'll talk about the numbers after the incoming update. Okay. So, when is the incoming update? But I just just label the fractions. Uh, fraction. Label the fractions. <laughs> label the fractions. Because Actually, we, we love onboarding things that are having people. The funniest thing is that. Uh, most of our, our user base is actually outside Kenya. I guess Safaricom is too dominant here. Okay, it's not a Safaricom issue. Okay. It, it doesn't have to do with that. Why But why why are you people focusing so much on outside? No, we haven't focused. They just onboarded into the system and they they found utility. Okay. So they were they, they ran with it. Okay. But um give or take uh, well still below 5 5000. 5000 users uh, 5, active users. active users that is yeah active users okay uh-huh. uh in terms of volume mm-hmm. um, quite impressive what is quite impressive <laughs> so are, are you in millions are you in millions <laughs> are you where are you where are you specific hmm. well below <laughs> okay so but all in all uh-huh. um developers can build solution and that's what the guys in Mali are doing so we have uh, active development activities in Malaysia mm-hmm. uh German mm-hmm. uh Mali uh three in Nigeria and four in Kenya so okay. probably I can rush over So the guys in Malaysia are trying to build a play to earn gaming environment. That's mm-hmm. where you play, you are temporary and you get and you get paid. Okay. 
the guys in German are working on a, on a, on a tool that basically monetizes the whole value chain of clothes production. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who was at one point involved in the production of so of all, your garment. So all these people all these people are they in Benkiko? Or where are they? In Benkiko in Watam? As in part of the team or the users or people or companies that are on board in wanting to use Benkiko. Mm-hmm. They are? Yeah, they are. Okay. They are actively developing. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So those in German are uh, working on a tipping tipping tool for, for garment manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy in Mali is building something super, super amazing. Can you uh, tell us about that? We just so, mentioned. Um, well, the way we know microfinance banks, uh-huh. of course, they need a software to manage account creation, funds movement, uh-huh. uh, loaning and borrowing. Uh-huh. Then we realized that blockchain can actually make that simpler uh-huh. without a whole software and, and a whole IT team. You see? Uh-huh. So what these guys are doing is that they are building a microfinance bank as a service uh-huh. uh, solution. Uh-huh on the blockchain where now uh, every microfinance bank can ditch their old systems, uh, systems okay. and then onboard into a more efficient, more global system. So essentially they have partners in like, uh, their key markets is uh, uh, Togo, Ghana, Gambia, Senegal and Mali. Mm-hmm. And but they they have also approached some microfinance banks in Kenya mm-hmm. and like uh, across Africa. So in short, uh, all microfinances can come on board, mm-hmm. or you can actually now launch your own microfinance bank. So so is Benkiko going from a P two P? Is it it's it's called that way? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is is it going from a P two P buying and selling of these to to a loan issuing, as I understand what microfinances do, okay. is it going to that genre of mm. the industry? Not, not really. What we do is, uh, as I said, we build. We are sort of building a micropayments rail mm-hmm. for the digital economy, right? So you are an, an enabler. We are an enabler. Okay. Now every developer can churn out whatever they feel like. Could be on demand. Could be what you could even build an e-learning portal see it still needs payment mm-hmm. and the tutors need to get paid the parents and kids need to pay so it needs the 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 payment part so everyone can build a, pro, a product mm-hmm. with payments embedded mm-hmm. so that that product can be used anywhere okay yeah uh, let's add you want to add? Yeah, let's add more cheese. That one was ile, ile. Yeah, that one looks ile a little bit sweet because mm. it was. We are talking about the numbers of Benkiko. <laughs> we are talking about the numbers of Benkiko. Per se, the numbers were very sweet. Uh-huh. And this chika chika looks looks. Yeah, looks looks a bit interesting. And is Benkiko centralized or decentralized? Well, that's why I talked so big of the next update because while this update was more centralized, mm-hmm. uh, the incoming one is completely decentralized. So, 
decentralized non-custodial. Non yeah. So you also, the owner of Benkeko, won't have. I won't have access. It's just an interface that interacts with the blockchain. Okay, pretty yeah. interesting. And do you think mm-hmm. the current Web3 systems are so void of whatever is happening, like the inflations and gradual changes of currency, extreme rates? Do you think Web3 currency is, is immune to that system? Uh, it is. It actually is. Uh-huh. It is because inflation comes about when governments print out money. Okay. And the whole origin of crypto and all that mm-hmm. was pe- because <coughs> people were tired of inflation. Mm-hmm. Every year the government is targeted to achieve at least 2.5% in inflation. That's basic inflation. It has to be there. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Then now from mismanagement and whatnot, the inflation now goes through the roof and shit. But uh, are the other systems immune? Yes, they are, because now the main selling point of cryptocurrencies is um, scarcity. Mm-hmm. And like government money, which has an infinite number, mm-hmm. this one has a infinite number. Mm-hmm. That's number one. But uh, in terms of fluctuations, mm-hmm. you are better off holding them mm-hmm. than actually holding government money. Because those ones with a finite number with scarcity, mm-hmm. they grow in value. But government money on the other side, without scarcity, it loses value. That's number one. Okay. So you are better off holding than, than this. Mm-hmm. But, well, of course, they have those dips like we have now until the day they become stabilized and now everyone is fully on board. So when is that? When, when is, is that? We are talking of a future that is might be dim for majority of the people. Basically, basing on the wave that has come the mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. we see cryptocurrency going dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Mm-hmm. What? What is? What is? For our listeners, that that's chica chica well, chili. It's well, it's yo. getting interesting. The conversation, <laughs> the facial expressions. <laughs> getting interesting. <laughs> getting interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what is this hope that we Can have? Can I give you some interesting numbers? Yeah. Mm. Right now, from the CBK, we are doing at least more than eighty-five percent of our bank bank operations outside banks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have some water. Have some water. Uh, that's number one. Uh-huh. Number two, globally, um, 52% of crypto users mm-hmm. are using crypto to actually make money. It's not a hobby. They Then 11% of the total users actually use it for global payments and sorting bills so it's targeted by the year 2030 mm-hmm. at least half of the world's population 
will be primarily using crypto for payments and investment. Coming from a regime that has a 2030 vision, mm-hmm. and we don't see it that happening. Not- you mentioning 2030 brings in a lot of relations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the government, and the government is trying to introduce their own digital currency. I don't know what it's called. Is CBDC. It CBDC. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What do you think about that in relation to whatever you people are offering with your portfolios and your assets? Uh. Well, for governments to be involved, and specifically even for our own, mm-hmm. to be involved in such sort of conversations, mm-hmm. uh, it's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I'll use the same words everyone uses. Okay. If the central bank creates a CBDC, mm-hmm. just like building another M-Pesa. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's digital money, but digital money originally from the central bank. Okay. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is that it will still be exposed to the same system that yeah, was previous. The yields of that system. Okay. So as Bankiwa, we are actively we gave out comments uh, regarding the the discussion paper by central bank. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What we believe is that they should actually enable what is already there, mm-hmm. and then try uh, do the. Uh, this thing is like 20, almost 20 years old now. Not to to wait to now. That's like uh, 14, 15 years. The numbers, the numbers, the numbers is a yeah. very difficult game. <laughs> it's a very difficult game. So. Uh, It's not that they are late. Uh-huh. It's not that, but there's no point really. They would rather enable what's already there. So vision 2030. Well, I'm as disappointed as you are. Um, well, there's nothing much to talk about that. So practically, you seem like a person who hates the government with everything. No, I but don't. I love the government uh, so much. Okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting. How was yeah. that, Chile? Well, fire. Fire. Uh, We should go a notch higher. But say, that one, um, which, one, which one? Which one would you want? <laughs> which one would you want? Uh-huh. Real thigh or the other one? Hence, as we wind up the conversation. As we wind up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go with that. This one. This. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm. So yeah, vision 2030. Uh, I believe they can do better. Mm-hmm. And like this is a very genuine comment because the podcast tonight pump. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you can never actually build a tech city. You only build the frameworks, and that's why I'm saying what they need to do is enable. Because a tech city, trust me, if there is good environment and good uh, operations. Mm-hmm. People will build. Kids are out here building amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing stuff. In Gong Road to Upper, we call it the, the whatever, the tech complex of Kenya. Mm-hmm. Waiyaki Way is coming up. It's coming up. Pretty fine. Yeah. yeah. So you can never actually build a tech city. You just create the infrastructures and let. And by infrastructures, same buildings, mm-hmm. same policy infrastructure, legal mm-hmm. infrastructure. People will do the rest. You will see a city you've never seen before. Okay, 
behind all these tech solutions, behind all the finance systems, mm-hmm. what would you build mm-hmm. that is outside the norm of fintech if you were to build? What I would build? Yeah. And why? Mm. What would I build? Like, oh, <laughs> I don't believe it. So, like, is it, is this like a vision question or yeah, a yeah, real solution? Or a real solution? Yeah, kind of a real, thing? a real or behind. We let's, for, let's, for, let's forget the Franje, the, 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 the fintech guy. Uh-huh. Let's talk Franje, the other guy. What would you build or would you want in the tech ecosystem? Uh, I have three things. Okay. Uh, well, one is in the past. No, I'll revisit. Okay. And then two uh, in the future. So two, two vision. Mm-hmm. One. So um, personally, I'm a procurement graduate. Okay. Nothing tech. So okay. 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 <laughs> See. And so tech didn't actually come up. Mm-hmm until I started practicing procurement. So I just used to be curious, 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 but mm-hmm. I never li- really like Nilguadu. Mm-hmm. There's a whole story now behind that. Okay. So um, so I graduate procurement. No, I'm in school doing mm-hmm. procurement and I had to do my internship attachment, all that stuff, mm-hmm. the, the normal requirement. So uh, I met uh, an amazing woman at the Nyeri County offices, got an internship at uh, Nyeri PGH. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm there, um, then I'm like, like, now I start practicing procurement. Mm-hmm. So procurement is just the, the hospital coming up with like a layout of purchases for the year, mm-hmm. a budget. Mm-hmm. And then now procurement department just orders, checks inventory, store management. Then mm-hmm. when things are down, you replenish. So to me, this process was so boring and repetitive. Okay. See? Mm-hmm. And then there was the whole issue of tendering, corruption, uh, overquoting, mm-hmm. uh, favorism in tender, whatever mm-hmm. processes. And so. Well, to me, the process was boring because it's repetitive, mm-hmm. but there are also real issues to solve. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was like, mm-hmm. why not create like a smooth um, e-procuring or e-tendering uh, system? Okay. So it went live, uh, built it, it went live. I was super excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how it would work is that there was like an inbuilt um, quotation form. Mm-hmm. So quotation is where you write, like a department would write, I need this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Then send it over to the procurement department. Gets counterchecked with the budget and allocation for the year. Then you send out to the supplier. The supplier sends back an invoice. Now you do that back and forth of invoice, nini, until goods are delivered. Mm-hmm. You confirm delivery, then mm-hmm. you pay. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it's like, I create a smooth system mm-hmm. from the start to the end. Okay. 
but now the end needed payment. Mm-hmm. Okay, because now there is the issue of uh, entities delaying with supplier payments for months, and yeah. this affects cash flow issues and and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like uh, I need like escrowed payments. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, Akukuana, and easy to configure payment system. Yeah, yeah. That, like I could hook this into my system then mm-hmm. go to market mm-hmm. so the product was smooth operational mm-hmm. except payments and I knew I couldn't go to market without payment mm-hmm. so that's when I was like wow I need to go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. so I decided to create my own bank first so that is Benkiko I assume or yeah ah. okay so that's something I'll definitely want to check out some other time uh-huh. so the other one is uh, I'm a big fan of football and football talent mm-hmm. so like I think we need to impact the Kenya Premier League and mm-hmm. even football across Africa you mm-hmm. see uh, so <coughs> yeah I hope to do something for football very soon very okay. soon uh, good training grounds good stadiums good uh, that's that's about the. Uh-huh. What else? Oh, and I want, I want like a good. You see how you would walk into, into, TRM, Ama, mm. like mall. Yeah. Now assume that concept is a tech center where mm. startup have offices, server rooms, uh, shit like that. But you, you know, have mentors coming on board. You know, we inspiring. We, we had. I have for that and yeah. all those back then, but they failed. And in regards to that, uh, let's add more <laughs> we finish this conversation and uh-huh. we talk about you. Uh-huh. You you give some you give some parting shot about uh-huh. whatever whatever bill has been passed uh-huh. in regards yeah. to tech. My own amingi sana. That uh-huh. bill is outrageous. Very. Uh-huh. Just give us a parting shot. And a final yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a final win. Uh oh. Even if I'm doing a kufanga. Okay. Wow, in the middle of flaming. Ah yeah. Uh-huh. You take a bite, then you answer that. I'm getting to all my chores, which is wonderful. <laughs> it's the content you're looking for. Yeah, it's the content <laughs> you're looking for. Ah, yeah. So, <laughs> the deal. Wow. See how my leg is A little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's user friendly. Okay. Before we finish, we'll do a cocktail with the other one. Then, mm? then we get to see. Tell us more about the bill. Tell us more about the bill. So there are two specific bills that have been passed. Okay. Mm. One is a digital tax bill. Mm-hmm. I don't think like the whole digital ecosystem is so nascent, is so new. Mm-hmm. Like that, the first thing you have to do is like tax it and regulate uh-huh. and all that. Uh-huh. 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 
So that's number one. Mm-hmm. I also believe with such a huge with population unemployed, they are young, they have smartphones, they have internet is getting cheaper, phones are getting more accessible. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's where the enhancing should come from. You are like even subsid okay, subsidy subsidize in our ruin But at least drop those taxes. Uh-huh. Like come as I time the twenty percent. That has the same. Mm-hmm. Like you should make it. You see, because for us, mm-hmm. we'll build. We are not joking. Mm-hmm. We'll build. You see, mm-hmm. to enable the new generation mm-hmm. to make them. So even this support should come in terms of encouraging it. Uh, don't try to regulate it. Don't try. Let people figure out. Let it get to a point. Because mm-hmm. Sasa will start regretting. Like, it's counterproductive. Because okay, it yeah, even yeah, hurts yeah. the limits we could have gone to. We could have gone exactly. So that's bill number one. Uh-huh. Bill number two was the startups bill. Uh-huh. And uh, they proposed a whole chain of counties, a tech center. Like, the concept of iHub, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. a county. Now you see, Anne was when I introduce a whole new board, uh-huh. some new V8s for people, uh-huh. some office stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, then again, where's the run tech evil? Mm-hmm. Like tech, if you can, tech, whatever we talked about here, Kesho is totally, it's totally different. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So where's the run tech evil? So that's bill number two. Mm-hmm. Bill number three, uh, is the ICT bill. Mm-hmm. I don't think I should even talk about that. It's a complete... Uh, uh, add this we, and then you, you we, talk we, about we it. them with just, hot chili. Just few, <laughs> few words about that ICT bill as <laughs> we go on. Mm. Mm. It's pretty hot. And pretty wow, that one. Mm. We should do this. Anyway, uh, for our listeners, this is TikTok Africa podcast, and we're having sessions with Benkiko. Or per se, if you are a founder of a startup and you're willing to come and have a conversation with us about the ecosystem, about your startup, about any innovation that is being offered, we are open and just inbox us. We'll reach out uh, to other founders, talk about different kinds of industries. And so far, we have Bikiko. Next week, we'll be offering a talk with Kotani Pay, uh, still a cryptocurrency company, but you'll get to know more about Kotani Pay next week. Uh, in the meantime, let's continue with, with Frank. Tell us about the ICT bill. The ICT bill, Achayo to Ichome Vizuri. Yeah. Yo. So the ICT bill proposes that for you to practice, is it open? Yeah. For you to practice ICT, uh-huh. and again, tech is very broad. Like tech is what sustains humanity in short. Uh-huh. So tech is so, so broad, so, so broad. So to even say for you, anyone to practice ICT, which ICT specifically? Is it a graphic designer? Mm-hmm. Is it a software engineer? Okay. Is it, you see? Uh-huh. Is it a data scientist? Is mm-hmm. it... You know, even... Like, every other new day, mm-hmm. there's a new profession or a new a new job title. Yeah. Data analyst, data scientist, data what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compliance officer, uh-huh. you see? 
So how where do you start regulating all that? That's uh, number one. Uh. Number two, it means that you'll be paying yearly annual renewal fees, mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> you can I really, you can really, you can really feel the pain in Frank's voice about the ICT bill, and such bills are a derailment to such startups, such innovators. You can hear Frank came from a procurement person into an IT person, and there is no legality of proof that Frank can offer besides passion, besides curiosity. And with that curiosity and with that passion came out Benkiko. And there are a lot more of such founders outside there. And such, we should just kill that bill and just let the ecosystem grow. Let the ecosystem grow. And with this, we will let Frank give us something for the founders, just a few words Mm -hmm. as we wind up the session and we call it uh, a goodbye. Okay, amazing. So first, thank you for the conversation, of course, and I mean a premiere here too. So there's a lot happening in the space. Mm -hmm. I meet a lot of guys. We have we had uh, an event at the iHub just a few days ago yeah, with yeah, the, the NFT, NFT club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dope. Uh-huh. We had that thing uh, live in the metaverse. We uh-huh. had showcasing mm-hmm. and all that. So we have a lot of kids who are doing like real good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, we just need to enable them. So. <laughs> Our rich uncles, because uh, brought in a malls everywhere. Set up a fund, gather a few of your friends, uh, pick out some good uh, startup projects, put a dollar or two. Then okay. uh, these are the next Amazons and, and all that. So for the founders, uh, there's been never a better time to build than now. Mm-hmm. Even for podcasters, content creators, online shops, there has never been a better time. It's gotten to a point that you can actually add your own podcast on Facebook, on your Facebook page. Facebook has Facebook Marketplace because everyone can become a business on the go. They have uh, Instagram shops, they have WhatsApp business, you Mm -hmm. see. Twitter is working on, Twitter already has Bitcoin tipping because yeah, yeah, yeah. I can create a good tweet and you learn something in your life. Eh? Mm-hmm. Let me send you what, uh, $100 or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, for the founders, there's been never a better time to build uh-huh. than now. Uh, but most importantly, you have to make it fun for you. Because, <laughs> eh, <laughs> so the first step of course is to be sure you're having fun. Yeah. Me, I usually say I've lived I've lived my best life because mm-hmm. I've hunted everything I was curious about. Uh-huh. Okay. So make it fun for you. Uh, also put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in the generation where uh, social media is the new word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Kitambo if we'll go for the normal 
kwa sababu alikuwa ambia nanga eh hey, kamani kamani fundi kaotieno ni makanika you see but sai credibility yako iko online yeah, yeah, yeah. so shoot those shots put yourself out there number two, of course uh, i would say is a team Mm-hmm. Uh, teams are very important. I'm sure people want a team yeah, now yeah, for yeah, this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Podcast to come through. Yeah. Ni, the team effort. Uh-huh. So uh, a team, uh, a good one, a honest one, na pia credible. Yeah. Eh, eh. Uh, aside from that, Bengiko uh, we are doing it and we are doing it big because mm-hmm. uh, we target the next updates mm-hmm. uh, uh, the next update will have support for bank deposits and withdrawal interesting mm-hmm. globally through mm-hmm. moneygram mm-hmm. and so uh, so you can literally receive money from anywhere so if you don't want to hold that money in bankiko mm-hmm. you can cash it out at the bank mm-hmm. or at a cash point okay yeah mm-hmm. So with that it means that uh, and even for everyone in the in the in the digital economy just put yourself out there whatever skill so that like mm-hmm. you will get paid mm-hmm. that's number one. Oh, okay that's on the founders and the whole digital economy thing mm-hmm. uh, to everyone listening in mm, the digital economy will be huge yeah. currently was um, 15.5 trillion US dollars globally. Mm-hmm. Africa's digital economy is targeted to hit around 180 billion by 2025. Mm-hmm. Kenya globally has the highest uh, internet GDP even with those restrictions is also mm-hmm. we still have the global highest internet GDP. Mm-hmm. at the 345 million US dollars. Mm-hmm. And so this huge potential mm-hmm. uh what you have to do we also in the passion driven economy where mm-hmm. i do something because i'm passionate about it i mm-hmm. create content because i'm passionate i like so master skill mm-hmm. number one uh, learn how to work remotely without being pushed micromanaged and all that mm-hmm. number three learn to use at least three collaborative collaborative tools yes you had that word yes collaborative collaborative yeah exactly so um could be okay slack i don't know uh but yeah a collaborative tool also if 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 your work is skill based mm-hmm. graphic designer you have behance and dribble yeah, yeah, yeah uh developers you have github mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else can create a mini website portfolio yeah, yeah, yeah. you see so yeah put your work out there and document it somewhere squeeze your own cv at indomie cv you just send a link they go preview they make the judgment they want yeah for sure yeah. for sure so that would be the final remark mm-hmm. and uh yeah do look out for the other founders also founders if you're building uh our apis are open You can build here and scale out anywhere you want. 
uh, effortlessly actually because we just need to deliver a good solution a solution that delivers real utility to users mm-hmm. then users will just pick up so that would be the final remarks uh, great goodbye goodbye to our listeners that has been Benkiko for you and check out for the for the video episode it will be uploaded on on youtube goodbye goodbye and this is my goodbye. last wing <laughs> <laughs>